back to batting around it's batting around it's a baseball podcast i am your co-host jane austen with me as always is lauren i'm lauren that's lauren and steven yep uh and we have a guest a returning guest from uh last time he's on the show was god it was like two years ago it was uh, two our... uh, it was two whole oh, scandals about the balls ago <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's Bradford William Davis. How's it going? Welcome back. I'm chilling, y'all. I'm just uh, <laughs> like, I'm glad to uh, at least temporarily be done. I'm on vacation now or about to be on vacation. And so, Absolutely. Cheers to that. You know, fucking earned it, bud. Thank, thank you. All. Way more than us. Yeah. All I do is send emails for a living. You actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not doing shit. Uh, probably for the next two weeks, <laughs> like no, nothing else to do here. Just sit in the cold and uh, and hate like where I live. But that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, we are recording on the night of the like the what, what are we calling it? the t- the thunder bomb, the tender grenade, the freezing freezy air cold period. I don't know. I don't know. But I've I've been learning new terms, like new weather terms. Like I I learned ground blizzard today. Oh, and I've never heard ground blizzard used before. That's where it just snows for a couple of days, and then afterwards the wind is so bad. It's basic, like basically like you're in a blizzard. Minnesotans have uh. like 500 words for snow. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what's like the etymology? Is that, is that like a Norse thing? Just to, for Minnesota, just to have 500 words of snow, or is it a uh, you know what kind of white? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's 500 words for snow and then 150 words for like the different kinds of things you can put on top of a Bloody Mary that's fried. <laughs> or, okay. Midwestern I, excellence. The, while the weather is, you know, dirt, making me just like go to my my hater nature. Uh, one really wonderful thing did happen today that really warmed my heart. <laughs> Carlos Correa did not sign with the Giants. And it, <laughs> and it was very very funny uh <laughs> yeah for context if you're listening a couple years from now this broke at like three in the morning eastern time and i was awake by like 6 37 and it was like this progressive period for like two and a half hours of mets fans waking up and being like let's fucking go <laughs> and then like an hour after that the giants fans started waking up <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh right right yes of course the time zone difference it was oh, just God. death watch it was oh, beautiful. it was wonderful. I'm a Twins fan that there is no secret about that. And I was really, really hoping that they would sign him. And when there was those rumors that like, well, it looks like the Mets might might sign him. I was like, no, the, I am. I'm going to do something horrible if that if that happens. Like, I, I, I can't stand this. And then the, the Giants signed him. I did not feel any better about it. And I but I started to accept it. I was like, they're, the Twins are just having going to have this awful offseason season. This sucks. This is terrible. Uh, we traded for Kyle Farmer and signed Joey Gallo. This is awesome. Um, but like, this really does make me feel better that w- at least one fan base is just as miserable as us. Like <laughs> that they had him just fall through their fingers because of a disagreement <laughs> on the physical on his physical i cannot wait for more details to come out about this because Everything like, about so far is just weird and bad it's yeah. just like what yeah. what are you what the fuck are you doing yeah it's like i i almost had disbelief about all of it because i thought the giants were smart no totally yeah. that's it that's like, always I thought in the like, reputation yeah you know that's like you know I, i've you know i met farhan you know like 
seems like a pretty intelligent person, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, he was great with the Dodgers. We, 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 yeah. 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 Extremely important, you know, uh, work with the Dodgers and building kind of the, the perpetual machine that they have. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, and then he like got a team to 107 games out of like apparently nothing, you know, <laughs> and, you know, it, it seemed like a mirage and I guess it was cause you know, look at them now, but like, you know, but, but, uh, and so I don't know, I just seemed like, it seems like they, they like, okay, maybe the giants know something right. That, um, no one else can see in his ankle, apparently like, you know, at first when, when, when they, when the announcement, when the announcement came that like the giants had postponed his press conference due to medical concerns. Mm-hmm. I was like genuinely concerned for Carlos Correa. I'm totally, like, yeah. This, is yeah, so, yeah, this yeah. is so weird that I'm like, maybe it's not even a sports injury. Maybe it's me. You know, maybe it's like, you know, he's like ill, you know? Sure. Like, like, so, so that was my thought. Right. But then like, you know, the reporting that came out, frankly stuff I heard was just that like, yeah, they just don't like his ankle. And I'm like, yo, if you're going to pull up, you know, a press <laughs> con- you know, conference, like minutes of four, because you don't like his ankle, like, like, yo, what are y'all doing? Like, right. you got like, he's been shopping for houses there. Yeah. yeah. He, he was dressed and ready to go for the conference. <laughs> it's it's like, he's family were like in San Francisco. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, like, it's no. like far on learn all the, the, all the Ray stuff from Andrew Freeman, but none of the Dodger stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and really to your point about it being like, just, it's, it's just a strange whiff from this team. It's supposed to be smart. They missed on judge. They missed on Rodon, both guys that they were like linked to really heavily. And then like, this was going to be the big thing that was supposed to like kick that franchise off again, the cornerstone. They all want a cornerstone. And it's like the third whiff of the off season. It's baffling. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could, again, I, I'm I'm waiting to hear like like a, a some sort of rational explanation because that's not because because cause nothing about this is rational. It just seems like no. it seems like you you just got you got spooked and you decided to piss off you know um, the most powerful agent in the game and one of the best players in the game um, after after historically despite being a big market team having incredible difficulties fi- you know signing signing or trading for top top list talent oh. and this is like this goes back be up before Judge you know they tried mm-hmm. to trade for Jim Carl Stanton he didn't want to be there. You know, for whatever reason, you, despite being from California, like from you know LA, but still, like um, they have, you know, um, they've had money and they wanted to spend it, and they, you know, and I mean, they, they lock up their own guys pretty well, but like, you know, like obviously, must oppose he's the face of the franchise forever, even in his you know retirement. Like at this point, he's still the best player in the team, thanks yeah. <laughs> to the choices <laughs> they made since then. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, that that everything else made, um, you know, that that just made me think, like, okay. Like you're not gonna let something um, like this, knowing that you're already paying for 13 years anyway. Like he's gonna suck event. He's gonna suck during the, the contract. Right. What what is there to negotiate? You know, we all know this. Carlos Correa probably knows this. Like I'm probably gonna suck. Like you know, he, he reads fan graphs apparently. Like so, so he, he's aware of his he's aware of his like 2047 senior protection. You know, like right. <laughs> intimately. You know, but he know, but he understands <laughs> this is the nature of the agency. Like you know, you pay you pay up now. You know, so that we can win some titles. And then when I'm 37. You know, and uh, like you know, it is what it is. But um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I I, I just don't understand. It's totally confusing, especially like at the time when like if you're in the NL in NL West, you're looking at the Dodgers and being like, okay, for the first time in a decade, they don't look unbeatable. Like this right. is our chance, and the the Padres are embracing it. The Padres are going for it. They made a big off signing. They made some big trades. I think they're like the best team on paper now in the NL West for the first time in in living memory i don't i don't know it's been a while but like if you're not going to go for it now when are you going to go for it when there's not like four generational shortstops on the free agent market like i don't know 
bad, bad time to be a Giants fan, especially like if you bought a house in Silicon in, in Silicon Valley at like a, a five and a half percent interest rate uh, like a month and a half ago for four million dollars. It's a me. very complicated time for uh, me as 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 the avid hater that I am. Um, I've never been eating so good in my entire life, uh, for, uh, being a hater of the giants from the moment they finished that like Cinderella hundred, whatever win season, like the way that got bounced out of the playoffs that year. And then basically ever since with all this shit, it's just been like cartoonish pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just the, been just so delicious. I've loved it. Uh, but why does it have to be the Mets? Why does <laughs> it have to be the Mets? Because we live in a uh, uh, in a universe with no laws or moral code. Uh, God has abandoned us long ago. Clockwork universe. And uh, the agents of chaos are constantly uh, at the door. Because, uh, speeding because it down. One I have a man. God Go is very real and he sees the spite in your heart. And so because of your hate energy, he's he's divinely chosen (laughs) in the annals of of time to have Carlos Correa taunt you. It's not just you. It's the whole city of Philadelphia. This is what you all get. This is what you get. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, We we deserve it. (laughs) I mean, it's it's nice in what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. So you you get that much at least. Sure. Sure. There you go. But speaking of, of the Mets. This is a rogue organization. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, we need to send in like the the Black Hawk down. The the, the uh, SEAL Team Six needs to come in and take care of business. Yeah, here. yeah, this is exactly. There is. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a rogue nation, <laughs> kind of run by a guy who has the GDP of a small like rogue nation. And you know what? They're they're bad for the sport. This is dangerous. They're not abiding by an agreement. We could call it, uh, or maybe maybe legally they can't call it an agreement. But he's just he's spending too much money, and it's bad for the sport. And it's bad. It's not mm-hmm. fair to these mm-hmm. other billionaires. It's really, really not fair. And uh, you know, I read something today here on the Athletic that says uh, uh, there was a reason that no one spent over three hundred million dollars this season. What what is what is that reason? Well, we, we know we can't call it, so I'm going to call it Belusion. Okay, <laughs> and we're gonna. My my lawyer tells me to call it delusion. This is this athletic article here, uh, <laughs> from from those from today, right? Yeah, uh, Evan Drellich, Steve Cohen's Mets spending spree and the ramifications for the rest of the league uh, is so funny. Uh, there are just a ton of unnamed executives, MLB team executives, talking about how. This is just so unfair for the rest of the league and all of their owners because he just spends too much money. He he treats it like his art collection, uh, where he just he just throws any amount of money to get whatever he wants, and you know it. And it's it's bad for the league. You know who was very famously hated for his art collection was Andrew Carnegie. <laughs> Everyone hated when he did that. This has been just fantastic to read. The strange thing about me is it ends on this weird note about how this might be Steve Cohen starting the 2026 uh, like contract arbitration, the renegotiation war um, that mm-hmm. over, I guess over a salary cap is the implication. Like owners are going to go hard for a salary cap now because like he's Ugh. just not respecting the Cohen rule that was made to, I, like I remember when it was the Dodgers rule, but apparently now it's the Cohen rule. 
uh, where he's just not respecting the the rule that they made, where he has to pay them money to sign more players, and he just keeps doing it anyway. That's the thing, right? You guys are making money off of this, yeah. Right? You're doing I mean, great. Me, like ninety <laughs> percent. He's, I mean, he's, you know, adding Carlos Correa to that team has basically cost him fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, and they can take <laughs> that know? money to get from him and go sign Drew Smiley with it. That's fantastic for that. I love that. <laughs> Or like really, what you could, or, or what you could do is, frankly, you could try and be the Atlanta Braves, and just kind of yeah. like build a culture that makes that magically makes everyone want to like <laughs> sign for seventy percent less than what they're actually worth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the hypnotist or whatever that they're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, the the uh, that's, that's the new marketing efficiency, like you know, uh, drugging your players <laughs> and signing <laughs> signing bad deals or something. But whatever. Yeah. The point is, like, they could have gotten, they could have done that. You know, um, at, at all teams, and because they're getting all of this money from Cohen. You know, mm-hmm. and, and to a lesser extent, the Dodgers and the Yankees and, you know, and everyone on the various luxury, luxury tax years, they're getting money with which to invest in their team, theoretically, you know, and yet there are what, what, like, I don't know, was it like nine teams or something like that, that are, that have uh, payrolls less than what Steve, Steve Cohen's paying in taxes? I think it was seven, yeah. but seven it's, okay. it's, uh, one team is embarrassing. Yeah. 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 But it's like a quarter of the league, though. Like, so, was, you know, which is just it's all the ones. It's all the ones like you, you don't need us to name them. It's just like, yeah, everyone <laughs> knows it's it's those fucking teams. Some of those teams have like young competitive cores. You could add 100, you could add 50 million, 75 million dollars on there and, and shoot for like a second wild card spot. And they're just not going to bother. I don't know. Maybe we just need more like financial crimes, open financial crimes owners. Let's yeah, let's get not? rid of like the consolidated groups of like biz- businessmen with like somewhat shady ties. Let's just bring in full on like the guys who like re- looted Russia in the 90s and like bought like a European soccer club. Let's bring those guys in and just have them say, fuck it. We're going to spend $400 million so the ra- on the Rangers payroll or whatever. Let's do it. All of darks only. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> if there's going to be terrible, like, you know, billionaires owning teams, I at least want them to do what Cohen's doing. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah at least throw this, your money around. It's great. In this article where they're like, all the, all the all those rival owners are complaining off the record about this. They're like, yeah, he's he's not treating it like a business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't. No. If, no, if if any of these people had any like self respect at all, they would be true gangster oligarchs and actually like uh, take down his helicopter with him in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> allegedly, like, allegedly, put assassination. Allegedly, this is parody. This is parody. I don't want to hear you whining uh, like in the in back channels in an athletic article. I want to see you do something about it. Take a hint parody. from your Eastern European friends. Parody. <laughs> You all see each other at those weird conferences. I know you yeah, do. Yeah, they they definitely know some guys. Like they could do it. You can disavow. You can disavow our comments, Bradford. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ. Okay. What are we talking about next year? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. I don't even know. That's one of our. It's the holidays. It's the very very. Um, Speaking of scandals, merry festivus. Uh, we're yeah. all very slow right now. So, <laughs> speaking of scandals, that's why we have you here, Bradford. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to talk to, about your. Well, at this point, I I don't know. Not it's not brand new. It's been it's been out for a little bit, and we talked about it on a little it's bit on the show. It's been percolating in the media for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, we've we've been giving you all time to read it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Our listenership, uh, they they need a little bit of extra time. 
<laughs> maybe that's a good like place to start like uh uh how have you felt like to the reaction because i've seen i have not seen a ton of coverage for it in other like i haven't seen mlb.com covered obviously i've seen other places talking about it and covering it. i see a lot of fan fans talking about it on social sites um how do you feel the piece has been received generally like ha- what have you gotten like pushback from it from the league or from people or yeah um I mean, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for the reception. Like it's been, mm-hmm. uh, last year's, you know, was a hit. And then this mm-hmm. one's like a lot spread a lot further, you know, mm-hmm. part of that's honestly, cause like, you know, it's, uh, not behind the paywall shout out the insider for putting go. in front being a good partner with this. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, other thing is, um, you know, I, I guess I've have a rep now as, as ball, as balls guy. <laughs> um but uh so that's you know, steven so I, I, I remember when i just tweeted hey i have i have, I have an update coming soon and like I, I, I was like surprised at how many people were, were engaging with that already so mm-hmm. um yeah uh you know you touched on something very true warren in that like i can i was not surprised as to, as to like which places would cover and which places wouldn't you mm-hmm. know um in part because i mean it is a you know pretty uh sort of like charge thing like evidence of you know multiple baseballs um a third one uh mm-hmm. and you know uh Ale- you know a player alleging that he would that uh the league rolled up to him and you know uh tried to uh bully him out of helping yeah. you know um mm-hmm. you know the where we found our spread which of course is not perfectly representative of all three teams but like you know but the but the interesting thing that the, you know where the forensics <laughs> you know you know lined up being in the postseason and Yankees games with this new third uh baseball um and uh you know so I'm like I, I know that that you know uh it's not go- you know that uh, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say I know that because um you know ESPN actually covered the last story a little bit you know um mm-hmm. you know um like they like it was on around the horn of the sports center um but uh you know I also I know that there's kind of a high barrier to you know to uh like sort of like a lot of more uh, institutional places, you know, but nonetheless, like, I mean, I saw, you know, um, I was grateful for, for, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, big locations that, that still wrote about it as well. And, and, um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I keep getting asked to do interviews. So like, yeah, so I know there's, there's certainly, you know, the people want it. So, um, Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm glad, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad for that. And, you know, again, there's a lot, frankly, there's a lot more that's not on the page that, you know, they're still working on. So, um, but, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about what it, what is on the page, but like absolutely, yeah. Well, if um if I if I can take you back, um we, we should get into the very like the big big picture stuff of the story just for anybody who doesn't know. But I, I'm really curious, when did you start? You you've worked with Meredith before, uh on 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 these projects she, on her investigations into the ball. When did this specifically start? What was the? Can you just like any like timeline of uh when the when you the ball started being collected? When it be, you realized it was a story? Any kind of process there you can share? So, I mean, I, I knew I have, so I, so I started working on balls almost like immediately after last year's came out, you know, um, just like, you know, just think about where things can go, even if I didn't receive any sort of evidence of a similar dynamic happening, you know, from, from 2021, which again is, you know, two baseballs found manufactured and used, a juiced one, a dead one, um, no pattern in, in where in, in distribution here, but like, but nonetheless, still pretty, pretty wild that. Uh, two such balls with different performance expectations existed and were made and were used in, you know, uh, in the same league. But, um, but yeah, then, uh, you know, I guess collection starts during the season, you know, like linking with sources and getting what I can. And uh, same with Dr. Wills. 
Um, and uh, I remember, like, um, I could say, you know, I, you know, I got a ball from uh, Yankee Stadium that was old school juiced. And uh, we got in some other balls from other stadiums that were old school juiced. And I was like, okay, you know, at, at the very least, there is still that juice ball in circulation. Now, uh, we don't necessarily, we don't think that uh, that the league was still manufacturing the old school juice ball, which is like, you know, so again, for people interested in the uh, technicalities, like a heavier ball, which has a higher uh, coefficient of restitution, COR for short, which is like a you know a physics formula that basically decides how strong the ball is in the air and how much it doesn't get like knocked down when it's hit. Um, and so like the heavier ball with the, with how major league baseball constructs their balls, the heavier ball, like, you know, has a higher COR. And so, uh, we, uh, you know, um, when we saw that, okay, at the very least contra MLB's claims, you know, there are, there are two balls existing on the field, but then we, um, we purchased a, I purchased a a couple of replica home run derby baseballs. The reason why I did that was just because I was curious about it. Like I was at the I was at the All Star game, and I it's very hard to get actual on field home run derby balls uh, from that. But like you know, um, but like but the replicas are um, you know are good proxies for what's on the field because they're made by the same factory, have the same batch code dating thing. Which you know, again for those who haven't read yet, like are are uh, it's a code that it's on the inside of the baseball's leather that lets you know what date the ball was manufactured. Pretty important part, you know, it's like two ways to figure out, you know, to, to see, you know, um, to discern what ball is being used One, you know, one is the weight and one is the production value, you know, production, production week, um, which, you know, um, different weeks they were, you know, the balls were heavier or lighter, you know, essentially. So, um, when we, uh, yeah, but anyway, so we got these two balls and Mary was like, Hey, like these are different. Like, and I was like, like how different? Like they're not like the they're not like the, the juice ball, but they're not quite like not like the, the the deader ball either. They're like in the middle. And she like broke down like the, you know, uh, what we came to realize were like changes changes to, uh, to the layers, you know, on two different levels. And uh, and so she's like, with her understanding of like the logistics of how um, this stuff works, she's like, yeah, it's not like they made like one batch just for the home run derby. Like that's not how the factory you know, is likely to work, you know, it's, it's, it's too granular to do that, you know, like, um, but, but, but you should expect that same kind of recipe that was used for the home, for these home run dirt replica balls to exist on the field soon, if they're not already there. And so I just kind of like kept an eye out for that, you know, and, um, towards the end of the year, I, you know, um, I hadn't, you know, most, almost everything we got was dead, but, but, you know, towards the end of the year, we got a few that, that like matched up in their apparent specs, you know, of, of the ball from, from regular season games, you know, particularly regular season Yankees games, you know? And so like, um, and so that was, you know, um, so that, that, that was like, okay, there is definitely something here. Uh, just get as many as you can, you know? And so we started, you know, so again, whenever, you know, basically from wherever I could, so it's not, it is again, not perfectly representative because I don't have all 30 teams. Um, I would love to have balls from every, you know, from all 30 teams, but, uh, Major League Baseball is not exactly a willing participant in in, in the uh, in Dr. Will's research, but you know, uh, but you know, I get him from work in, and then um, and we noticed particularly in the postseason, like almost every ball we got in the postseason was this new third ball, you know, um, and uh, and so that was kind of how we, you know, 
started, you know, how the story developed. So at first it was like, you know, they still, uh, they still use two baseballs. And then we heard the story about something happening with this Giants player, you know, um, and, uh, but then, and then, you know, all of that, plus, you know, this, the evidence at least of a, of a, of a third baseball. Mm-hmm. So the, the timeline is you're laying it out to your point about MLB kind of not being cool with all this without these third party, this third party investigation timeline here is like middle, not, not soon after the middle of the season, you're aware that there's this third ball. You don't know the implications of that yet, but you're waiting for more information to come out there. Can you tell us where in that timeline, this stuff about MLB putting pressure on players uh, to not participate or, or to, comes into this? Or is that, is it uh, more that complicated was, that than was, that? That was, that was fairly early actually when I heard really? that, you know, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, Slater wanted to help early. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, sorry, just get to start. I, I just want to make sure that people who are here listening understand. So one of the, you know, one of the things is that uh, there was a player in the Giants named Austin Slater. Uh, he's a starting outfielder there. Um, you know, uh, very involved in the union, pretty, pretty good player. And, uh, you know, and it's been around the league for a good four years now at this point. He was curious about this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, after reading last year's article. And so he reached out to Meredith, um, he was going to try and send some baseballs to, to help, you know, contribute to the study, make sure that she had a complete data set and, uh, or at least a rep- one representative of every state of every team, you know? Um, and so, uh, but then somehow major league baseball learned about it. Um, probably, you know, and, uh, and he got a call from a very high ranking executive, um, and within the commissioner's office saying, Hey, Oh, let me say, not a call from the executive, but, a, but, a, a call from a, a text from an executive to the PA to him, you know, mm-hmm. the, the PA being MLBPA, the, the players union. Um, and so, you know, basically the, you know, the, the messages were like, Hey, you know, don't give balls to Meredith. Uh, we don't really, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, please read the article here, but like, you know, we don't really trust the, the science that she, that she, that the, or, or her process for here. And we trust our, our partner labs and, you know, university of Massachusetts, university of Washington, like, you know, trust these guys if you want any, any actual data about how the ball works. And uh, by the way, um, if we find any baseballs going out, uh, you know, we may fire people. And he's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, yeah, uh, bet, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so, and 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 you know, we when we talked about this, he's like, you know, I, I kind of just don't want anyone to uh, get in trouble. Like, I'm I'm okay. Like, you know, he's like, I'm I'm you know, I'm yeah. I'm uh, secure the union. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and obviously, you know, not just that, but like, you know, not he said this, but like, you know, we know his salary, like he's, you know, rich, like, you know, and so he's, and he's established as well, you know, so like, there, there is a market for his, you know, for his services and everything. And so like, so between all that, like, I know, like, you know, you can't like, just get like capriciously fired, you know, like, it's just not how, how things work in, in, the, in the sport. But there are plenty of people non union who work in stadiums all the time. Mm-hmm. And so if any of their fingerprints were ever attached to a baseball going out, you know, like, we, you know, that's a huge issue, you know, um, that, that he would be concerned about, you feel bad about like, you know, perhaps putting them in harm's way and everything. So he didn't want to, you know, chance that. And so that's why he, uh, you know, said what he said and, and, uh, like, uh, and, and, and we didn't actually get any, any balls from the giants. You know, the only ball that we got there from them was one that Meredith, uh, was in attendance for a game oh, wow. where someone next to her, like caught like either a home run or a foul ball or something like that. And, <laughs> And and gave it to her for the, the science, and so that that is one ball. I'm gonna start telling people like when I, if they catch a ball next to you, I'm like, I'm actually a scientist. Could I have that? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Now I know this is not going to be popular. I know that we've we've um I know that we've 
we've come down pretty hard on this person in the past, but I'm thinking maybe we should try to form an alliance with Zach Hample. <laughs> <laughs> is, there way, is there a way we could reach out to Zach Hample and be like, listen, yeah, bring do, him you in. Wanna, like, yeah. do you want to like, like make up for being like a fucking weird nerd freak Zach Hample for every ball you donate for, good. for every ball you donate next season Zach Hample we will forget one cringe thing you said on Twitter <laughs> but, but also also but this is a win-win because if it backfires he gets banned from, <laughs> from ever attending a game again All right, so. we really we need to, we need to reach out to his people we need to work on him well, to, to be clear here there is nothing wrong with a fan catching a ball no and no, like, no, you know, no. And, even even a Zach Campbell fan type fan who's you know just just there for pure uh, joy of I don't know posting to YouTube about collecting baseballs, yeah. um, the pure but, joy uh, of being a child of a souvenir at a game. <laughs> I, I do respect that as a hater. Yes, but but you know, um, but yeah, ball hawks are frankly fantastic people to help. <laughs> so like so if you're yeah. there if there are ball hawks who who love batting around like you know. Um, because, uh, yeah, that's real. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, 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 and that's, and, but that's kind of the absurdity here, you know, that we're getting at with the Austin Slater testimony mm-hmm. is that yeah. what they were telling him not to do is something that happens hundreds, if not thousands of times a day during the season, mm-hmm. which is, which is players and people on staff giving people balls, mm-hmm. like Absolutely. official regulation baseballs, like, um, that happens every, you know, literally every time you turn on a game, you will see someone toss it into, you know, into the field, into yeah. the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, uh, you know, whether it's a child or a ball hawk, you know, pushing the child away, like it's, you know, <laughs> um, and but also there, there are cool ethical ball hawks, ethical ball hawking exists, um, <laughs> but uh, I'll say that much as someone, someone who's, who's learned a little bit about, the, about this, this subculture, but like, you know, do this work, but like, yeah, um, well, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it is, like they, they uh, you know, this happens constantly. And mm-hmm. so is, you know, if like Meredith Wills was standing down the third base line or something like that, like it would be to- totally fine for, for someone to give him a ball, a ball, but to mail it to her would be, uh, you know, apparently a problem or something like that. So that's like the, uh, you know, again, it's the absurdity and irony of of this uh, apparent rule, you well, know, I, about uh, the equipment. I, I totally agree. And the, the story, there's so many touch points where there's there's shades of ambiguity on xyz factors maybe you know there's an excuse they make make for this there's an excuse they make for that this is the one touch point in the whole story where there's incontrovertibly something that uh is like a huge undeniable ethical concern which is threatening people's livelihoods for participating in uh this scientific study where there's no formal rules against it they're going to say they want to trust their own sources um my my understanding uh, my understanding here is that their outside labs do not test game balls, and they've explained why. But I didn't really understand the reasoning. Um, I don't know. Th- this is the specific aspect of the story that really bugs me the most, and that's the most like where there's smoke, there's fire. MLB's never going to be held accountable for for doing this kind of th- for putting this kind of pressure on people's livelihoods to not participate in in journalism. Uh, it's it's baffling to me that this isn't a part of the story that's blowing up. Uh, like, you know, all the folks always gonna be on Judge and the home run balls and mm-hmm. all these other elements, but this is the one that I from yeah, like every, everything else is mostly is it's like it's like immoral, but it's mostly like just like robbing sneaky baseballs. Like yeah. that's like kind of like that's most of the story, but that's the part that's like actually like genuinely screwed up. Like yeah. you know to to uh, you know to, to go down yeah you know, to to come down on 
effectively like working class, you know, um, employees on the like the lowest rungs of the totem pole. The most vulnerable uh, people you know, in the organization. Yeah. yeah. And this is and also this is not even unprecedented here as far as this stuff. Because if you recall, um Stephanie Epstein of Sports Illustrated wrote, you know, wrote a story about the baseballs in early 2021. Uh, uh, with this, you know, with Meredith Wills actually, you know, um, providing the research in a similar kind of fashion, and so um, it was, uh, and that was actually the first year where Meredith found two baseballs, like you know, used in season one. So this is so, so to be clear here, this is not like a new thing. This is like year three of the, yeah. that there have been, you know, confirmed, verified, forensically proven, and even league acknowledged, <laughs> you know, three yeah. three baseballs on the field at once. Um, I mean, excuse me, multiple baseballs on the field at once. But uh, when 20, yeah, so when 2020 happened or when the season comes out, you know, uh, like there was an anecdote about like someone that that uh, Stephanie anonymizes who like helps collect baseballs for Meredith and talking about how like he like lives in fear <laughs> of all this stuff. So it wasn't like terribly shocking, um, you know, to hear that, just, but still nonetheless, you know, uh, stunning all the same uh, that uh, someone be so bold and brazen as to, you know, uh, mess with um, a active veteran you know, established and good player. Yeah, <laughs> um, totally. All, all to all to keep the stuff, uh, I guess, as uh, as private as possible. I assume. And so, uh, so and speaking of, as far as you, we talk about leak pushback to, to the story, um, you know, in the article, like the league did, you know, of course, provide their statement, which is where, where they denied the, uh, you know, uh, the existence of uh any of the balls account basically you know as, as as any different than the lighter and effectively deader ball that they have uh stuck that they have committed to um somewhat publicly um they uh you know that is on one hand there's like you know uh something that is completely undebatable is the uh is the fact that we found like old school juice balls now granted you may argue that it was just like an accident it just like kind of like you know slipped there because we didn't find that many we found like you know just a, a small handful in our 200 or so um and we didn't find any after you know like er, kind of er, kind of early ish in the year like the first half let's say you know um the season but um but they exist like and, and they match up exactly with like you know with, with 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 a ball that mlb has acknowledged in the past so you know you could throw that part out now the part that you debate right um or you you, you know if you if you're in major league baseball you'd want to debate um is the goldilocks ball which we called it which again not too hot not too cold not too heavy not too light um the uh you know being which is and we found it about you know about a gram heavier on average than the um the dead ball and so so mlb's position is that anything that you found that's a little heavier is just a result of random variance and not like a systemic process change um there are a couple of problems with that one is uh again we see the pro we see differences on multiple layers with how the ball's constructed. Another is we see it, um, whatchamacallit, uh, you know, is that, you know, it, different different weeks group differently as far as like the, the weight, you know, the uh, heavier, lighter weights. So like, you know, production week one is, you know, is light, production week six is, de you know, is, is heavy and so forth. And so like you see, a, you, know, you see a systematic grouping, you know, when you actually look at the batch codes and everything, kind of just the same methodology that we use in 2020, 2021. So the same thing that MLB acknowledged last time was like, you know, is, is true as with this, even though even though the distinction is a little more subtle. The third problem with their uh, with their reputation is what they is actually that they brought some researchers 
um, to speak about this, uh, you know, and they gave on the record statements about what uh, about basically doing their own research at UMass Lowell and I guess University of Washington, two partner labs, as they call it, with Major League Baseball and saying like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we didn't see anything. And, you know, we see no evidence of multiple baseballs uh, from our partner labs. Now, the the statements that they gave, which, again, are, are printed in full in the article, kind of vague. So so I decided, like, you know, in my big in my opinion. Right. So I decided to call, you know, to, to, to drop a line to both of them, uh, both the researchers who gave, gave, gave a statement on the record. I figured it probably wouldn't be best to go to Major League Baseball, but best to like actually go directly to the source. So I called, like I found the university numbers and all that. And, and uh, one, you know, one Lloyd Smith didn't pick up. Um, we just, you know, find my office, whatever, you know, but I left a voicemail <laughs> and it's an email. Um, so, so he, you know, I don't know, maybe semester's down. But, uh, but Patrick Drain did, did actually speak, you know, um, did actually pick up the phone when I called. And uh, he, you know, wasn't able to confirm most uh, methodological questions I had. I was like, hey, you know, how did you like source and collect balls and all that? What you, what were you doing? You know, did you get them from all 30 teams, et cetera? What said, said, I can't answer that without partner approval, which to me is not very sciencey, like not explaining how you, how you, how you came around here, whatever, whatever. But then the thing that he, uh, they said that was quite interesting um, and it's extremely important. And, and again, one of those, one of those parts that is lost in all of the, like, you know, the focus on understandable, I think focus on judge, right. Um, is that, uh, you know, he acknowledged that he, that, you know, um, that, the, that his study did not use postseason baseballs. This is really important. Because oh. not only did, did, did half of our postseason baseballs show up as Goldilocks, you know, that have your weight, you know, distinct weeks. Um, see, uh, no, sorry, not half of our baseballs. Half of, half of our Goldilocks balls were found in the postseason. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, they were obtained during, you know, throughout all four rounds, including the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they, uh, you know, but, but, but yeah, they're, you know, if you're not looking at that data, then it makes sense that your findings would be different. So what he did was he essentially, you know, he conceded, we didn't do the same research you did. Like, you know, we gotta, you gotta, gotta like replicate, you know, what you're doing in order to, to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but what the league did was they took these statements that, you know, knowing that the research wasn't done on the same stuff that we looked at and came, you know, and, and still nonetheless use it as a reputation. That's a major issue. I actually don't think the scientists were acting in bad faith here. I think they, they had, you know, they received the data they did and they conducted the research and the research, you know, showed what, you know, what the data would show. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like, but they didn't use our data, you know, like <laughs> they, you know, they, they or, or, or anything close, like, you know, what, like, it would be great if we could exchange like, you know, production weeks, like, Hey, can you go, you know, can you get, can you send us balls from, you know, X, Y, Z, ABC week, and we can both, you know, cut some open and see what happens, you know, totally. and do that. Um, they, you know, they, they weren't looking at the same stuff. And so because of that, like, uh, you, I think you have to really call into question the, uh, you know, what, you know, MOB's even scientific disclosure on, on its own, you know, its own merits. Um, and I think the, I would argue the ethics of, you know, trotting out a bunch of people with, 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 you know, with important titles um, and having them, you know, um, say stuff that, you know, that, uh, a closer any, any any like decent scrutiny like mm-hmm. you know really uh wouldn't support you know the conclusions you know the, the or rather their conclusions is a reputation of ours um hope that all makes sense because i you know i know it's like break break down a little bit of the sort of the, the 
process fail here. It but, does make uh, sense. But, yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think what you're saying here, and I, I, I think I'm reading this right. is like, this is not a situation where like nine out of 10 science degree Winston Salem's are the healthiest cigarette, but like <laughs> the league did, the league sent out this data and it got a result that was, that it liked that the league was happy with. And then they stopped. I think that's possible. I, I, I can't say assuredly that like, you know, the league only sent, you know, you know, ball A and not ball B or ball C. <laughs> like, um, but, uh, you know, but what we can say is that they didn't look at a time period where a lot of ball C popped up. Mm-hmm. And, and the like, process is not transparent enough to say yeah. what to any real, the, the process just in general is not transparent enough to draw like any bigger conclusions than the very limited yeah. stuff that they put out. Right, exactly. And so, you know, like, and, the, you know, and so they need partner approval to answer like our basic questions about this stuff, you know, um, and uh, and that, that partner being MLB is not as, I assume is not approved because I have not heard back. <laughs> Since then, so I think that's a that's something that I think people should you know is is actually pretty scandalous. Just like what you're doing to your scientists mm-hmm. when you when you trot them out like that to to uh, make claims that they can't make. Totally, yeah. It 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 doesn't sound rigorous. It doesn't sound. Uh, it's, science is built on open and honest communication between p- all parties. It's built on being able to check other people's work. That's kind of the whole basis of like ac- every academic. T- scientific program and it sounds like none of that happened and they're actively discouraging it from happening with uh, uh dr willis yeah yeah that's uh you know that's that's it well i was, I, I don't know <laughs> like um <laughs> they're, they're not you know like uh yeah. they're, they're not they're not particularly helpful uh to say the least as far as uh doing this research but you know he's still gonna do the research just yeah. you know just gotta, just gotta be careful and if you got nothing to hide <laughs> why not let other people check your work yeah yeah um okay. But uh, yeah, that's that's that, that that's something that I can you know one of those things those uh, directors cut things that help people like you know um, will eventually kind of like see you know as a, as a big problem with MLB statement you know and reputation just that they didn't do they didn't do they didn't research the same stuff we did absolutely yeah I, I really hope that now that like the big signings of the offseason are, are calmed down and now that we're past the judge home run stuff and we this this story has has a. Uh, a second life to it and keeps getting talked about and the fans keep talking about it. And eventually at some point it, it should be like the biggest story in baseball. It's, it's weird to me that it's, I mean, I, I, like you said, I, we, we know the reasons why it's, it's going to be covered differently in different outlets, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I hear this stuff and I just, I just keep thinking to myself, I, I want, I want another, I want congressional hearings over this. Yeah. I, want to, I want to hear Bernie Sanders call it, call a committee, uh, and and bring Rob Manfred in front of him and be like, what what's going on over there? Because they're, they're they're never going to be held accountable to themselves. No one else no. is ever going to do it. it Bernie, or, hit my line, bro. Like I'll, I'll fill really? you in all deeds. This is our second main episode in a row, maybe even third, where we talk about Bernie Sanders uh, grilling Rob Manfred in front of like <laughs> Congress. I'm a simple woman. We're the balls, like, Rob. Things, yeah. <laughs> it should feel like a bigger one too with MLBs, like just full embrace of gambling that's been happening more and more over the last couple of years too yeah people's money's actually getting involved now yeah with the daily gambling stuff which does care about individual performances and stuff more and more y'all gamblers are a big part of what made made the story go viral last time and this time yeah just 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 like a cursory look of like you know social media engagement and stuff you know totally um some 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 like gambling influencer (laughs) like posted posted like, like Posted like a TikTok style like reel that has like a quarter million views, like and it came out like yeah, a wow. ago. Like another um, tactical alliance yeah, with like, a reprehensible. <laughs> uh... Um, 
But you know, it's like when you cha- when you have different baseballs that perf- that perform differently, mm-hmm. like off the crack of the bat, you are that is a variable, a statistical variable that mm-hmm. like will change the outcome of you know of games and of uh, of, of of at bats, you know. Totally, uh, and, and, and gamblers are looking at like barometric pressure to try to guess, right. figure this stuff out. They're looking for every single detail they can. Mm. Even, even if you say the ball, you know, the, the difference between the juice ball and a, the, the not juice ball is a couple feet. They care yeah. about so, things that are so much more minor than that. That's all part oh, of their, yeah. their calculation yeah. and part of the game. And so funny you mentioned that. I actually posed that question to, to, to Rob um, at the uh, GM meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like if I, if I had the article at like a few hours earlier, I could have like asked him more direct questions about the article today, but I had to like sort of, you know, I qualified a little bit, right? And I was just like, you know, just 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 to the fact of like, you know, we had two other years where you guys use multiple baseballs, but like, but uh, but I was like, hey, um, are you sharing information about how your balls, you know, like um with your gambling partners? I said that, you know, like you know, but not just the operators like Bet MGM and DraftKings and all that, but like the data companies, because those are the ones that set the betting lines. They're, mm-hmm. they, you know, data, data companies work like actual, they, they, they employ actuarial scientists essentially, but instead of figuring out when you're, when you're going to die, they figure out like, you know, whether it's a double or a triple or something like that, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's what they do. And so, and, and so what if you, if, uh, and so Rob was like, no, I, I see no, I see no reason for that. I'm paraphrasing, you know, but like, there's no reason to do that. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, isn't that like a variable that like is important, you know, here, like, you know, like, like for setting for like a fair and transparent betting market. And he's like, you know, I said what you, and you just kind of assisted, but no, I've said what I need to say. I, I, I see no reason. Wow. To, to, I see no link here. Um, that's almost verbatim that part. Um, and uh, like I, uh, you know, it, it, it's just as a rule of thumb, they don't like, you know, they don't share that information with outside partners. And so um, that is to me a very worthy line of inquiry as far as far as to like, you know, um, how do you, how do gamblers, how do Absolutely. gamblers? <laughs> How do, how do not, not, not just gamblers, but how do gambling companies feel about like not having uh, a piece of information that they theoretically should be able to have as far as like, you know, when, when it comes to, to deciding, you know, these micro prop bets, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, I, let alone I have a theory. Outcome. Actually, I have a theory. They're sharing the data with one partner. And it's the company that does the Apple TV statistics. Ah, <laughs> yes, that, yes. That statistics. Oh. That's why it's changing so much. The OVP is going up and down in between pitches in yeah. weird ways. Yeah. That's why. They have, this, oh. they have this info and no one else does. That's one of their variables. There you go. There you have it. Um, <laughs> we cracked the case. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a real, I think it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, I completely understand why people who, enjoy sports betting like would have would be up in arms about this because it's just like oh they, you are you are purposefully you know um by by just a mere existence of having multiple baseballs you're purposely altering like you know mm-hmm. um the uh uh gambling environment and then you know god forbid anyone you know it sets a precedent where you know given that the league controls all you know the you know ball owns a partial stake in rawlings um and the specs of the major league baseball which is important people to maybe perhaps understand why how two balls could two or three balls could exist in the field and they're all it's all like to- totally you know uh within the rules mm-hmm. is that the is that how the rule defines the baseball is so broad that you have a lot of room to play around you know this it's just like it's not like golf you know where it's like where everything yeah. has to be extremely specific you know for you know regulation golf mm-hmm. baseball is not you know baseball is not like that you know wrongs is has allowed to do kind of whatever they want within you know a large cone of you know of uh 
of uh, dimensions and, and weights and, and properties and all that. And so, right. and they write um, their own standards. It's all that they created those standards themselves. They could, if, if they say everything's within yeah. their standards, it's because they wrote the standards themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's existed for a long time. And so you might, and so I think it's actually like defensible, honestly, for the league to say like, you know, if, if they're hypothetically changed, trying to alter the baseball in order to make it, um, I guess, better in their eyes. I think that's fine. I think it happens in all sports, right? Like, or, 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 or things like that happen in other sports where like you're constantly trying to tweak the rules or tweak, you know, or, or tweak, you know, um, or incentivize or, or disincentivize certain kinds of outcomes in order to make a better, more appealing game. I think, you know, I can understand why someone watching 2019 baseball would feel like this is silly. Like everyone's striking out, you know, everyone's a cleanup hitter. Like, you know, this is, you know, we're losing, we're losing the recipes. You know what I mean? Like the ba- like base running is like, is not nearly as important as it was. And it's been on decline for a while, but it's like even more so now. Like, um, you know, uh, you you want you know you you want a you want baseball that shows a version of baseball that shows off all the cool things that baseball does, which yeah. include home runs, but are not exclusively home runs or strikeouts for that matter. Um, and so that's fine as long as you're like transparent, open about it. Like you know that that's but right. uh, like MLB has not, done you know, with like making the yeah. bases bigger. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, you know, but if you're not, you know, but if you're not transparent about this variable that like is, uh, is, is creating potentially an aesthetically, you know, better version of the game, like, so you think anyway, like, you know, and, and, and you've now entered in these like, you know, major gambling partnerships, like, um, I can, again, I can, I can certainly understand why, you know, people who, uh, People, any anyone with a financial stake in what you know what baseball what this what what a baseball statistic is you know mm-hmm. what you know how they end up like might might care right and that's the gamblers that's the players that's the like season ticket holders honestly people like the the front office is trying to figure out how many games are you going to win this season that's again, it yeah gambling taxed gets taxed so that that might be bernie sanders one day <laughs> <laughs> like you know i mean it's on a state level but like but but to be you know but mm-hmm. uh you know, that's, that's, that's part of it. Like, you know, um, could a, uh, could a lack of, you know, could a, uh, I don't know, a existential crisis to the gambling market, like mean that Jamal doesn't get textbooks next year? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, but, you know, but again, you have, but, but, you know, a state, state level lawmaking governments have a, uh, have a vested interest in a, uh, you know, at least I think uh, on, on a, uh, on a healthy betting market, you know, and remaining healthy and, and, right. and people not up in arms about it they should whether they do or not is a question for how many you know how many people they can buy in the state legislature yeah, but they should yeah i think we should hit uh our last couple things here before we uh before we end the show uh yeah really yeah. extremely unfun well yeah news. i was gonna say le- league-wide scandal we have once we actually do have something to talk about that's even more depressing <laughs> even yeah, yeah. this this is the fun scandal like <laughs> Robbing sneaky balls is the fun scandal. Like this is <laughs> this is the best one. About half an hour or so before we started recording tonight, uh, news broke that Trevor Bauer's suspension was reduced to 194 games, and that is uh, like less than the amount he's already uh, served. So he will be reinstated to the league. Uh, the Dodgers do get to decide, I guess, if they want to. Uh, um, release him or keep him. They have until January sixth. They have until January sixth. Are you yeah, serious? Literally, yeah. yeah literally. Oh my January god. January sixth. Bill, Bill shaking of LA Times reported oh. that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Bob, Bob Nightingale tweeted that the Dodgers were planning to uh, mm-hmm. DFA him, but it's the it's Bob Nightingale. You know, I don't want to say that's written in stone. Yeah. 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 I don't know. 
everything. As someone who's, 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 who's classically gotten things very right on Trevor Bauer, Bob yeah. Nightingale, yeah. like, you know, I guess <laughs> yeah, I think we should uh, just take his word for it. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Um, we'll find out very soon, I guess, as to what's going on. But yeah, uh, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks a lot. It's bad. How how can you how can you not release them? Like it it, it just looks so bad. Like how could how could you not? <laughs> and the Dodgers can eat the money. What? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Like uh, the Dodgers are going to release him, and I don't know. Some team is going to pick him up, and it's going to suck. I don't know. And the discourse is going to be bad. And it's just like it had been a while since there had been Trevor Bauer discourse. It was so nice. It was so nice, man. Yeah, yeah was I was great. blissfully just like, oh, yeah, not he didn't exist to me because I yeah. hadn't thought about it. It was a whole season of not thinking about him. It was, it yep. was wonderful. It was really wonderful. But, uh, you know, yes, I think that there will be like the what probably happens. There will be like rumors like so, that somebody wants to sign him. I already saw one, but it was just a it was a no name account exactly. saying that the right, yeah, right, right. I don't even want to mention but who it was. I, I I think that it's it's like when uh when I think it was was the Royals wanted to uh to sign that that uh you know college uh student oh the pedophile the pedophile one and then they, there was just a ton of pushback. What was his name? Was it Luke something? Yeah, Heimlich. Yeah, yeah, Luke Heimlich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. I hope that at, at worst that's what happens. That some team embarrasses themselves by, uh, by like there being rumors that he might sign with them, and then they get shamed out of it. But uh, it's every day the world gets worse. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. So I don't have any faith in that. Really, yeah. it doesn't send a good. Man. It doesn't say anything good to the fans of the game who are women. Who are it, it. yeah, it's awful. It's truly, truly awful. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. the teams have done it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. like I think about, you know, the Roberto Osuna trade. Mm-hmm. Think about the Chapman trade. Yep. I think about, uh, like, I think you can make a case that Bowers is probably the most egregious act, yeah. you know, uh, acts that he's accused of, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, without commenting on the details of the case because I don't, you know, intimately know them. Um, but, uh, like, the, uh, but he's also, of those names I just mentioned, you know, probably the best player, mm-hmm. which right. is like, you know, the most, you know, most uh, impactful. Uh, yeah. If you get like, you know, Cy Young caliber front, you know, front rotation, you know, the guy that team with the Dodgers decided like was going to help us, you know, uh, defending a World Series title. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of like, I, I, I really hope it won't, but I kind of think, I kind of think it will happen, you know. Yeah, um, and yeah. that's like the. One of the frustrating parts about me is that the coverage is all just gonna it's all gonna have to have that line about how he pitched like an ace down in in one of Cy Young, which is it's indisputably true, but it's just like it shouldn't be it it's it feels like those should be separate conversations. They're they they can not be because of the nature of sports media, because of the nature of how baseball is written about, but it feels like it, they should be separate conversations. Yeah. And uh the team whatever team decides them should just not hear the end of it though. That's what I hope. No, is yeah, that like absolutely. You know, if, you know, if if I'm just going to accept what's going to happen, like you know, the help that the uh, press corps there, you know, um, locally and the national one, just like you know, uh, does. But I kind of am fearful that that will happen, given that that won't happen actually, given that the national media helped uh, prop <laughs> Trevor Bauer yep. into the sort of uh, legendary everyday every man yeah. who just kind of like did enough, you know, weird 
ab workouts. Scientist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and stretches in order to become a, a you know, major league caliber player, major league caliber player. Um, he plays with drones. He's so smart. Yeah. Like, right, oh, right. Exactly. God. Plays with drones. He, he has that weird, uh, rubbery pole that uh that, that makes your arm go arm go good you know i mean that's uh that's you know but uh but again you know we'll see um we, you know i'll gotta, I guess i'll gotta wait and see yeah bob nightingale 12 minutes ago tweeted dodgers was paid by trevor bauer about 23 million dollars when they officially announced they're releasing him sucks he's getting a payday yeah yeah like a bunch of his other pays uh docs but who who gives a shit? It's ugh, more money than any of us will ever see in our lives uh, to go to like not play for the Dodgers. <laughs> I mean, maybe sucks. you, but when I crack the code on the baseball yeah. uh, codes and <laughs> put that into the uh, DraftKings yeah. algorithm and hit you're it embarrassed in, now, but not forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have that Biff Tannen money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. mailbag. The mailbag quick. Uh, two questions that are really related, so I'm going to read off both of them. Uh, Novels asks, with the arrival of the pitch clock in the next season, who do you see struggling with it the most? And then Patchak21 says, uh, and who will benefit the most from the new rules, pitch clock, pickoffs, bigger bases, etc.? So who's this hitting the hardest? Who's going to benefit from it the most? Peter Baez is still in baseball, right? Yeah, he plays for Houston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rain, rain cloud of a pitcher, yeah. I would love... If uh, Clevenger just got soaked by this, if it just <laughs> oh, he's the one that tap dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. the tap dancing when other people do it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it's not charming when he does it. <laughs> Quato, the... great, love it. <laughs> like, yeah. What's his deal again? Clevenger. Wasn't there a thing with him? Yeah. Well, there was there was the stuff with uh, where he broke the COVID protocols. Mm. Uh, we went out partying with uh, what's his name when when he's on Cleveland during twenty twenty one or during twenty twenty. Uh, I don't know. There was there was some allegate vague allegations, I believe, with his ex wife or ex girlfriend or something. Yeah, uh, I all that. yeah, just like, like I think being I think being locked out of like of her home by yeah. by him. I, I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was super. Oh, weird. Sorry, just, right. She was like yeah. she was like tweeting through like kind of everything that. Uh, this man uh-huh. put uh, allegedly put her through. You yeah. Know? Um, so is that bad? Bad vibes. Fake hippie. Yeah. Bad vibes. Like don't don't like it. Don't like it. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's so there's been people saying forever like or since these rules were proposed that like oh well, all these like left-handed hitters are gonna have such a such a better time like with the with the shift gone and stuff. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't really buy it. I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal. It's real. It's it's a. Uh high velocity relief pitching that is going to just kind of like get get uh is going to change the most i think absolutely because those cause it's, it's those guys who are like you know pushing 100 all the time who yeah. uh have to really load in order to fire yeah yeah and um and those dudes uh just won't have that time anymore to 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 rest after like you know firing off the hardest pitch of their life and then trying to do it again uh that's who I think is going to get probably hurt the most, but I think um, helped. If you need a second to think about, because that's a tough question. I, I, um, I don't know if this is going to be people who are helpless, but people I'm, I'm most interested in seeing what happens to them are the guys who are above league average in sprint speed, but not necessarily mm-hmm. elite 
and how that benefits guys when come in terms of stealing bases. I think a guy to look out for is Jorge Mateo. Interesting. Yeah, now he actually is elite as far as like a runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's you know like he's he's in, he's a, he's a good base dealer as is. Mm-hmm. Um, top, top but he's gonna have yeah. yeah yeah he's but he's gonna have a uh, he's if he stays healthy he's gonna steal a lot of bases next year you know if because uh, like he's just you know like why not it's it's, it's the only thing he does well uh, offensively at this mm-hmm. point you know like he he puts his bat on the ball and and then you know if he and if he makes it the first like you know he gets you the second or he or he could get you the second and uh, that team doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, I guess authority in that lineup, you know. Um, obviously, you know, um, Rushman's a you know a star um, already, but like uh, the ability, you know, but like, but yeah, basically, there's, there's not going to be much reason for him to stay at first base if he makes it the first base, you know, because oh yeah, you know, it's not like Aaron Judge is sitting behind him, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's absolutely, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's some random Oriole, um, and uh, and so that's going to be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited to see kind of like if he like, like Vince Coleman's it, you know, and goes for like 80 or hundred or something like that. Oh God. absolutely. I, 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 awesome. Yeah. As a lifelong Orioles fan, I completely agree. <laughs> you know who I think will benefit the most? Us, the fans. Uh, <laughs> 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 with the, with the shortened game time. I think that's going to be good actually. Um, all right. Last question here at Cooper Lund. What are the odds that Cape, what are the odds that Kate Upton has some kind of rocker-esque meltdown about New York City if Verlander doesn't pitch well? I think there's an elevated <laughs> risk. Ooh. Oh, I want to see that. She likes yeah, getting Kate spicy Upton on social enough. media. We'll see. She does. She does. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I think Justin huh. Verlander will pitch just fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> like he'll be fine. But yeah, I, I don't know. The Mets. They could still Mets it up, right? Yeah, it's still the Mets, I guess. He's old. Yeah, if you believe in I'm... some sort of cosmic like curse that's on them, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Bradford's point about Jorge Mateo got me looking at the numbers here. And actually I think I think Cedric Mullins is another really interesting case for stolen. Sorry, I'm going back to stolen base. You can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was only one base behind uh, Jorge you're, Mateo. You're rolling, you're rolling. But he's 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 uh 116th in the league in sprint speed. He is way behind uh, Mateo in, in terms of, of raw speed. He's a little older. That makes sense. But yeah, maybe he's another guy who could benefit a lot from those bases just being a little tiny bit bigger and a little little couple more times getting the, the nod to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, maybe we'll see a little bit of a little bit of a 26, 15, 16, 2014, 15 uh, Kansas City Royals for them. I think that'd be kind of fun. I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Aside. Aside over. Sorry. No, you talk about uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think JV is gonna be good. Um, yeah. Sorry to say, Stephen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I don't. Whatever. <laughs> um, I actually think he's got someone who's. I think what's gonna happen going back to the, the rule change stuff, like you know, to combine Cooper shout out Cooper one, um, and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, the the question about you know these rule changes are like dudes who have become really good at pacing themselves and managing their velocity throughout the, you know, throughout the game. Verlander mm-hmm. has always been great at that. Yeah. He was always someone who can like dial it up to like the high nineties when he absolutely needs to while still sitting in the mid nineties. And he's even like better now. Like if you look at his, like his, his like raw strikeout totals, they weren't like for this era, they weren't like that special, but he just kind of like, he's just at 
39, he just, you know, now going 40, he just knows what he's doing more. Mm-hmm. And so those guys are, I think, are just going to get a little bit more of a bump relative, you know, when, when the, uh, uh, you know, again, when, when the, when the, just like below only dudes, you know, load and fire, like, I don't know where it's going, got, you know, they just have a, they're just not able to, to create that kind of separation between your pitches in the same way. That's going to like really, you know, it's just going to be it for them. Absolutely. Yeah. I really hope I, I keep getting better at my job at 39. Like I hit 38, 39, all of a sudden my emails just get like even longer and more in detail. And my boss hates reading <laughs> me even more. I hope I can do that. Uh, all right. I think that's all we've got for this week. Um, I just want to say one more thing here. Um, I'm going to be posting uh, by the time you're hearing this sometime today, a, a Google voice number that you can call in because we're coming up on our hundredth episode. And hey. uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going to set So I'm setting up a voicemail inbox and uh, if you want to call in and, and, uh, and, and say something about the show, uh, nice or otherwise uh, a memory, something you, you, you like about it. Uh, really, really anything, you know, anything you want to say, maybe it'll make it onto our, uh, onto our show for our hundredth episode. Uh, so I'll be posting that on our Twitter. Look out for that. Uh, and Bradford, thank you so much for coming back on the yeah. show. This was, this is really fun. Yeah. Always a pleasure. I, I love y'all. Um, you are some of the most humorous, witty people. Um, <laughs> In, in our little sphere of the world, um, and uh, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for for your time and your interest. In, well, in thank you. Doing, yeah, so, seriously. Well, you know, even if, even if you weren't on on covering the the changes in the balls, we'd still love to have you on. But the good news is, uh, the odds seem really good they'll do this again next season, and we'll be able to have you on <laughs> and talk about it again. You're our official ball correspondent. Yeah, official uh-huh. ball. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess I am. I, I, it's um and you guys once again just as a psa like yo if you have baseballs from the 20s from this year by all means hit 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 me up i you know i will take them if you <laughs> come across a baseball using game next year once again please hit me up we will use them Hell yeah. absolutely Hell yeah. fuck yeah we're, we're gonna make i want this i i am now turning this into a competition and it is going yeah. to be a point of pride i want I want batting around to be responsible for a notable number of balls sent to you. I so. want batting around to be responsible for some kid just getting trucked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I want that footage. Like, we're gonna have T-shirts Wait, eventually. There won't be a ball hawk. It'll be like some some blue eyed, blue yeah, no, yeah. eyed, blue haired, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. SJW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, if freak, yeah, yeah, they them. Just we we're gonna have. We're gonna have merch by next season, and if any of you uh, get on ESPN for just running over a kid trying to get a ball <laughs> to send to us, uh, we will send you a T-shirt. So uh, yeah. look out for that. Or if better yet, if you do it in a batting around T-shirt, uh, we'll, we will we will love you forever. All right, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Later.